You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. This is Cindy Stewart. How are you doing out there? I want to talk to you today about the promises you are standing on. So what promises are you standing on? I know I have a lot. I stand on the promises of God. I stand on what he's told me. uh, And I've seen promises come to fruition fully, partially, and I'm still waiting on some. So what are you guys standing on? You can always send me a message at Cindy at cindy-stuart.com, or you can Facebook message me. I'd love to hear what you're standing on. You can check me out on Instagram at Cindy Stewart Author, but let me hear what you're standing on. Today in Genesis 28, I want to talk about Jacob and the promises he was standing on. And you know, have you ever gone through these times where they're really tough and you're trying to figure out what the heck is going on? I mean, for all of us, we're in a little bit of a turbulent time. Every time we think we've figured out what's going on and how we're supposed to respond, then the next thing you know, something's changed. I went to South Carolina a couple of weeks ago and I was officiating a wedding. And on my way up there, I received a call that I had been exposed to someone who had tested positive for COVID. While my husband and I were talking and praying and we called the people who were having the wedding and we were like, this is the deal. And they're like, well, let's pray about it. Let me talk to my team. And fortunately for us, we were able to find an instant test place in South Carolina so we could be tested. So we went up and it was a very uh, different procedure. We thought we would just go in and sit down. They take our blood. But no, we went up to the door. We had masks on, of course. We stuck our arm through the door. They took the blood and then we had to come back to get the results. Well, we both tested negative, which was quite a relief because I had the wedding to do that evening. But it causes all this change, causes some stress in our life, a little bit of turmoil. We're trying to figure out what's our next step. And as we step into this process of of adjusting every single day, I really believe God is teaching us the process to trust him every single day to adjust our day based on what he's showing us, what he wants our schedule to be. So anyhow, I'm going to share a little bit out of Genesis 28. And I want you to think about what promises are you standing on? What has God spoken to you? What has actually come to fruition? Maybe fully, partially, and what are you still waiting on? You know, when we go back and remember what God has done, it builds our faith in order to stand with him on the promises to come. So be encouraged that God is moving on our behalf. And before I start reading, let me just share a couple of testimonies. We've had uh, someone who is healed of two different things, long-term things in their house while being quarantined. And what's interesting, they weren't 
doing anything special. No one was praying over. God just spoke to them on two different occasions about two different things and healed them. And the test showed for both of them, one of them was Epstein-Barr and one of them was an eye issue. The test showed for both of those things, they were healed. So I just want to release healing over you in this moment. If you've got an ailment, if you've got a physical issue that you're battling with, that you've been pushing in, pressing in for healing, let me just release that healing over you. So Jesus, we thank you that you're the healer. And I am so excited for everyone who is listening today because you are releasing your healing like a wave over your people. So I just declare healing over knees. Uh, I know last week I was teaching at a church and someone was healed of a bone spur in their foot. So we just declare bone spurs healed, plantar fasciitis healed, which we had someone healed of that recently. We, we just declare backs healed. We had someone healed of a sciatica issue. So in the name of Jesus, be healed of that, of Epstein-Barr, of eye issues that need to be healed. I just declare full healing over your body. I speak the shalom of God over you now. Um, if you have thyroid issues, we just declare a full, healthy, active, working thyroid in the name of Jesus. I know I was supernaturally healed while sitting in my house of a thyroid issue. So be healed of that. I've been healed of back issues. So I just released that healing over you. This past week, I was praying for someone uh, and the Lord showed me they had a spirit of infirmity. So I loose the spirit of infirmity and release the life of God over them. So right now, I loose the spirit of infirmity over you and I release the life of God, the the uh, the supernatural breath of God into your cells, your organs, your blood. We just declare cancer healed now in the name of Jesus. We declare hips healed, uh, lungs healed. Uh, we declare wherever the COVID virus has ravished and attacked, we declare supernatural God-breathed healing over you right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for your healing touch that is going through the airwaves to heal your people in Jesus' name. Amen. So, gosh, send me testimonies. Uh, you can reach me at Cindy at cindy-stewart.com. Instagram me, you can direct message me there or private message me on Facebook. I want to hear about your healing and what God is doing for you and any provision he sends your way too. Just let me hear about it. So I want to turn to Genesis 28 and I want to talk about Jacob. And now Jacob's had a little bit of challenging time. He sold his brother's birthright. He deceived his father and given him the firstborn blessing. Uh, and he ended up having to run away because Esau, his brother, was after him. So he's on his way to head to uh, the family, Laban's family, and he encounters God. He lays his head on a stone and uses it as a pillow. Can you all imagine how hard that stone was? He uses it as a pillow. And as he falls asleep, 
he has a dream. And he dreams that there's this giant stairway from earth up to heaven. And there's messengers of God, angels ascending up and down, up and down. They are taking up, bringing down what is heaven's. And the Lord spoke to him in his dream and he said, I am Yahweh, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. You are lying on the very ground I'm going to give you and your descendants. And he, he reminds Jacob of the promises that the Lord gave his father, Isaac, and his father, Abraham. You know, the Lord repeats himself over and over. He wants you to remember. He wants you to impart his promises into your spirit. So when the enemy comes to challenge those promises, they rise up in strength. But this is what I want to really focus in on, hone into. On He says, never forget. So I want to release that over you. Never forget. The Lord says, I am always with you and will protect you wherever you go. And one day I'll bring you back to this land for I will neither leave you nor fail to fulfill every word I have promised you. The Lord will fulfill every word he's promised you and he will surprise you to the right and to the left. And he will show you that he has something even more than you can imagine. Jacob was about to enter into a season where the Lord was going to transform him and and take him through a process of changing his character into a, a man that could lead a nation that would bless the nations of the world. God is taking you through a process right now in this season of transformation, where he is transforming your character. He is transforming your trust. Who do you trust? I know when I was asking the Lord, what do you want me to do? How can I take action? He spoke to me and he said, trust me, trust me, trust me, nothing else, just trust him. So he is transforming you right now, just the way he did Jacob. But he Part of the transformation is repeating the promises over your life, the promises over your children, the promises over your family, the promises over your life. You know, I wrote a book, um, it's called God's Dream for Your Life. And throughout the book, I have amazing testimonies how God has fulfilled his promises to people. I have testimonies about finances how he took someone who had a $10 an hour wage and he didn't think he could work any place else. And he took him into making him a sales manager and he became one of the top leaders in his international company in sales. He can break off your past. When, when Jacob grabbed a hold of the promises of God and said to God, okay, If you will bless me and be with me, then I'm committed to this process. Everything I have will be yours. When he grabbed a hold of his future, he had to leave his past behind. So as you grab a hold of these promises God has given you, you will have to leave that past behind. And in my book, it shows you how to partner with God in your future and how to 
release the past. I have these supernatural uh, testimonies where God paid off second mortgages and the person didn't even know they paid off their second mortgage. The person didn't even know uh, that they provided for them and brought their house payments down uh, where they paid off a debt for a business. So many promises that God, he wants his people to be happy. He wants his people to be healthy. He wants his people to trust him. He wants his people to be provided for, and he will do that for us. That is God's job. And he is very good at his job. That's what I always tell people. God is good at his job and he wants his best for you. He wants you to find the joy within yourself that you can live from regardless of what's going around you. So back to Jacob. Jacob says he wakes up and he says, Yahweh is here. God is here. He is in this place. And I didn't even realize it. He has had this powerful encounter with God that has began a transformation process that will that will last many years as he serves Laban. If you go on to read, he serves Laban for 20 years to be able to have his wives and his herd that Laban had promised him. He said, God is in this place. I didn't even realize it. And he is terrified and overwhelmed. Terrified by the the holiness, the magnitude, the majesty of God. And he's overwhelmed by God's goodness. And he says, how awesome is this place? This place is a portal. It is an open place to the gate of heaven. And we have the open place to the gate of heaven living within us. Christ in us opens the window of heaven for us to be able to see into. Christ in us allows us to see the heavenly things being released on earth and to partner with God in the future that he has for us and our family. Jacob goes on to tell God, if you will always be with me and protect me, On this long journey, if you give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, and if I return safely to my father's house, then Yahweh, you will be my God. And he sets this sacred stone and calls it the house of God, Bethel. And he says, I also promise to set aside a tenth of all that you give me as a gift to give unto God. You know, you can go on and read, but Jacob goes on and, and finds the one that he loves. He gets married. He ends up marrying her sister. Um, So he's got Leah and Rachel. It doesn't turn out exactly the way he thought, but it turns out with God's best at hand. God has his best at hand for you. I know I mentioned that earlier, but it turns out where he fulfills the destiny, the words, the promise that the Lord has spoken over him by doing the things God has called him to do. And as he begins to move on through his journey to come back to his father's land 20 years later, he is a changed man. He encounters God again And his name is changed. He wrestles with God in Genesis 32. Have you wrestled with God over your promises? Have you wrestled with God with the things that he has declared over you and spoke to you about? 
he wrestles with God at the same place. He gets into this wrestling match. And suddenly, it says, suddenly, this is Genesis 32, and we're in verse 23. He sent his family and everything ahead, and he's alone. And suddenly, out of nowhere, a man appeared and wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he was not winning the match, he struck Jacob's hip and knocked it out of joint, leaving it wrenched as he continues to wrestle with him. Eventually, the man said to him, let me go for the day is breaking. What is your name? Asked the man. Now, isn't this interesting? I want to stop there. Jacob answered Jacob. But when his father, who was whose eyes were dimmed, asked him his name, he said, my name is Esau, because he went to steal the promise of the firstborn. But when the man of God, the angel of the Lord, asked Jacob, Jacob answers, my name is Jacob. And at that point, there was a transformation that happened because he says, not anymore. Your new name is Israel, for you have struggled both with God and with people and have overcome. And the man goes on to give Jacob a blessing. Now, God had already given Jacob a blessing earlier in Genesis 28, but he blesses him again. And Jacob says, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been spared. And he goes on to reconcile with his brother and bring his wealth back to his father's land. So I just want to end this with praying over you, because no matter what you've been through, no matter what circumstances you faced, no matter what you've done, God is a restoring God. He is a transforming God. He is a God of presence. His presence is with you and he will fulfill what he has told you he will do. So, Lord, I just pray for each person listening. I pray that you will release your reminder to them of the promises. And if there is a past that's trying to hold them back, you will take that past, remove the luggage, the baggage that's trying to pull them back and move them into the present future of promises that you have for them. Lord, I just thank you for healing. I thank you for provision. I thank you for your word that's just an amen in Christ. And I thank you that your promises will be fulfilled because of who you are, Lord, and that you love us more than anything. So God, we just bless you and honor you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Check out my website. Connect with me, cindy-stewart.com. I'm on Facebook at Cindy Stewart Author. On Instagram at Cindy Stewart Author. Connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.